Hi, welcome to our podcast on the Battle of Psalm. In this episode, we'll be explaining the battle, location, casualty count, and more. The Battle of Somme fought in northern France was one of the bloodiest of World War I. For five months, the British and French armies fought the Germans in a brutal battle of attrition on a 15-mile front by the Somme River, north-central Somme, and southeastern past de Calais departments in France from north of the Somme River between Arras and Albert. The aims of the battle were to relieve the French army fighting at Verdun and to weaken the German army. However, the Allies were unable to break through German lines. In total, there were over one million dead and wounded on all sides. The battle lasted from July 1st, 1916 to November 19th of that same year. The offensive was planned in late 1915 and intended as a joint French-British attack. The French commander-in-chief came up with the idea as a battle of attrition aiming to drain the German forces of reserve, although its material gain was a secondary aim. The Allies bombarded German trenches for seven days and sent 100,000 men over the top to attack the German lines. The day was a disaster for the British. The Germans weathered the artillery fire in deep trenches and came up fighting. As the British soldiers advanced, they were moved down by machine gun and rifle fire. In total, 19,240 British soldiers lost their life. It was the bloodiest day in history of the British Army. However, the French had more success and inflicted big losses on German troops. In spite of heavy British losses, Douglas Haig, the British general, agreed to continue the attack. On the 30th of June, 1916, Percy Boswell, like many other of his comrades, sat down to write a letter. He wrote, It was short note, which you will receive only if anything has happened to me during the next few days. On July 1st, Boswell died in the first hour of the Battle of Somme at just age 22. This, this shows how tragic the deaths were at such a young age for the men. Over a two-week period, the British made a series of small attacks on the German line before their large-scale attack. On July 4th, British soldiers engaged in a bloody hand-to-hand combat to take Mammoth's Wood and a nearby forest. The British suffered another 25,000 casualties. Germany was under intense pressure and were forced to take back guns from and men from Verdun to reinforce their lines. Then the order came down, dump everything and fix bayonets. You have to gotta fight for it, lads, said Private Walter Hutchinson about attacks like these. At 3.20 a.m., the British guns pounded the enemy lines with five times the intensity of the first day of the Somme. As the sun rose, 22,000 British troops attacked. The Germans being taken aback was an understatement. They were destroyed. The British achieved an early victory advancing 6,000 yards into enemy territory taking over. Placed toward the southern end of the British line, the dense woodland was a key Allied military objective. On July 15th, 3,000 soldiers of the 1st South African Brigade occupied the wood. <clears throat> the Germans unleashed fierce machine gun and artillery fire and launched a brutal series of counterattacks. Once relieved, five days later, only 143 men were left standing. In July, the British were reinforced by the 1st Asnic Corps, with three Australian divisions composed largely of inexperienced volunteers. After witnessing months of the battle, 
Albert Baker wrote with four body in September. I am writing this whilst in billets. Some three miles behind the line, not because I feel downhearted at all, but because there have been so many killed or mortally wounded near me. And who knows, but that it might be my turn next. After a short, intense artillery bombardment, they stormed the village of Pozeres, which stood high on the crest of Thipovo, Ridge. The Germans unleashed an intense barrage and counterattack on the ground. Over six weeks, the battle claimed over 12,000 Australian casualties and has gone down in popular history as a further testament to the indomitable Asnic spirit. Shells were screaming around us and machine guns kept flickering. But I had to halt the whole calm several times on account of on the fatigue of men. Anzac officer Aubrey Wiltshire described the Battle of Porzier. By August, the Germans had suffered nearly 250,000 casualties. Morale was low, and many German leaders believed the battle was lost. By early September, the French had made significant gains, and this put General Haig under pressure to launch a major attack. On the 15th of September, the British had 12 divisions of men advanced. Only 21 made it to the front line. The British had advanced about 1.5 miles, finally taking Highwood. However, the exhausted British soldiers could not progress any further. They sustained 29,000 casualties. Having gained air superiority, the Germans launched a massive infantry attack, sending thousands of soldiers over the top, but France stopped them dead in their tracks. In mid-November, the British carried out the final battle on the Somme, on the river Anchor. The creeping barrage is developed again with great success, and the British troops stormed the German defenses. The 51st Highland Division took Beaumont, Hamel, and the 63rd Royal Naval Division took Balcourt, capturing 7,000 German prisoners. Further south, the Germans gave up trying to capture St. Pierre Vastwood as winter weather set in and battle against the elements replaced it against the enemies. In total, 1 million people were killed. The armies that were fighting mobilization-wise was incredible, from sneak attacks to outsmarting each other. This war was horrific, but at the same time, in technical ways, incredible. The countries involved mourned for their lost soldiers, and for France, it will be part of their history that they'll never forget.